Before we start the show, let's hear from one of our sponsors. Their support keeps this show free for you. Armoire makes getting dressed easy with a clothing rental membership from Armoire. Build the perfect wardrobe and brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take the five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then, when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. I ordered the cutest red coat and wore it to a birthday party last week. I got so many compliments. It was stylish and cozy and comfy. Just what I like. Whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room without ever having to brave a fitting room with fluorescent lights. Yeah. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style forward slash peace. That is armoire.style. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash peace to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. I'm back and I'm here for a solo episode and I had a really good conversation with a parent recently who was so upset that she was at times yelling at her daughter or, you know, losing her patience or threatening when she didn't want to. And it wasn't often, but when things got really hard, Sometimes this sweet mom would resort to yelling or threatening or doing one of the things that we had talked about that we didn't want to do. But what became problematic about this is that she shamed herself so deeply and went into such guilt and regret that it caused her to almost go into a small depression. And then subsequently, she was unable to recover with her kids And it caused this place where she was coming to her parenting with even more negativity and with even more, you know, shame. And it was causing her to make more mistakes. So she came to me and said, what do I do? How do I, how do I stop yelling? How do I stop, you know, shaming? How do I stop using threats and bribes and the things that I don't want to use? And I think a lot of people ask me that, like, how do I stop doing these things that I don't want to do? And I think there's a multitude of of answers around that. But the first thing I said to her is, why are you beating yourself up so much? Because you yelled at your kid one afternoon. Because yelling is horrible. Yes, yelling is horrible. But why are you making it this monumental thing that you ruined your child's entire life because you accidentally yelled at them? Because you made a mistake. 
so this sweet mom was beating herself up incessantly because of a small mishap. Sure, yelling, I, t- I say it all the time. And I think this is part of social media and part of what's hard in parenting is that we hear all these messages like parent uh, yelling is just as bad as spanking people have said. Yelling is, you know, puts our kid in alert. Yelling is all these things. And it is. But if you're consciously not trying to yell, and if you're working on your parenting, and you're doing, and you're making big change, and you're consciously moving toward a new direction, like this beautiful mom was, if and when you make a mistake, you don't have to take yourself down for it. And I think with this lovely woman, I said to her, why are you beating yourself up? Who beat you up in your life around your mistakes? Who told you you were terrible because you made a mistake? And she said, my parents. My parents punished me. They shamed me. I had to be perfect. I wasn't allowed to make mistakes. I wasn't you know, allowed to do the wrong thing. I was always expected to do the right thing. And if I didn't, I was going to be punished for it. So this is why punishments in themselves create a space where For some people, right, they might end up judging themselves more and treating themselves harshly. And then it creates more opportunity to make mistakes because you get into this kind of like vicious cycle around it because mistakes weren't normalized in your childhood. And that's why we really want to normalize mistakes in our parenting now. That's why connected parenting is so beautiful because we don't punish children. We don't shame children. We don't embarrass them for their mistakes. This is why I say don't use correction. Because correction, especially when it's harsh, creates this shame cycle for people where they feel like, oh my gosh, I messed up. I'm not good enough because I'm making a mistake and mistakes aren't tolerated. So this poor mom, she lived in a family where mistakes weren't tolerated. So every time she made a mistake in her life, she had a really, really hard time. And in parenting, it just got amplified because parenting is important, right? It's an important thing we're doing. It's an important skill. It's an important interaction, parenting. And we take it very seriously. Any of us who are listening to this podcast, any of us who are reading books or taking a course or getting a coach or, or any of these things, any of us are trying to do better. So all of you listening out there who are trying to do better, we take it seriously. We take parenting seriously. We take being the guides to our children seriously. And so whenever anything is serious or you find it important, of course, there's a lot of heightened emotion around it. But I think what would be better and what was better for this sweet mom was to see herself in her growth as opposed to seeing herself in her mistakes. Our society has been set up to really make note of when somebody does something wrong. They have to be told. They have to be given a consequence. They have to be called out. And they've done something wrong because if they're not, then how will they learn? But I believe what they're really learning is to shame themselves, is to beat themselves up, is to hate themselves for these things that they're doing. Because it's okay to lose it once in a while. It's okay to yell once in a while. I'm not saying I want you to. I'm not, you know, advocating for it. But I'm also saying it's a human, it's part of being in, in a, a human, it's part of the human experience to make a mistake, to yell, to shame, to threaten, to do the things that we know we don't want to do, but sometimes we do end up doing because we get frustrated or we're triggered or we've made a mistake recently and now we're in this place of shame and guilt. And so we return to our mistake because we get flustered and we can't put it all into perspective. And this also lends 
to perfectionism, right? And this woman, she really dealt with perfectionism. She she struggled with perfectionism. She wanted everything to be perfect. And when things aren't perfect, then she felt bad about herself. And I think that's a common thread for people too. And they and they drag it into their parenting. If I can't be the perfect parent, I'm horrible. I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible mom. I'm an awful dad. I'm just like my dad. I'm just like my mom. I can't change things. And then we get into this negative loop where we truly believe that and we continue to chastise ourselves. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Have you tried Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals? Yes, you heard me. No cooking, no prepping, and no cleanup, making eating better every day easy. These no-prep, no-mess meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with ready-to-eat, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. Plus, there are over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Ditch the meal prep today. Get started and have a week of meals ready to go. Head to factormeals.com slash piece50 and use code piece50 to get 50% off. That's code piece50 at factormeals.com slash piece50 to get 50% off. Now, what would it look like if you grew up in a home? Just imagine this. Let's say you grew up in a home where there was no correction, where there was no shame when you made a mistake. Would that make you a terrible kid? That made you a terrible person? Would you be off the rails and immoral and creating all these terrible acts because nobody punished your mistakes? Or would you actually lean into yourself and take them to heart without shaming yourself and be able to grow and learn? And I think that's the other piece that that is missing is when you shame yourself and are hard on yourself, you miss that piece of growth because you're too deeply in your shame and you're not analyzing your behavior really. You're not saying, wow, I see this more clearly now. I was triggered because I've been overwhelmed at work and I had a bad experience with my co-parent and I brought it into my parenting and that was probably why I lost my mind. Let me go back and try to repair and let me learn from that mistake. But I don't believe that shaming ourselves or living in a world of punishments would help us understand our mistake better. In fact, in fact, I think that just the opposite, that we tend to ignore our mistake or, or gloss over it or be so angry about it that we don't get to the lesson around it. And I think our kids are the same. So if, they, if the kids are living in a house full of punishments, are they able to get to this place of self-reflection? Or does that not happen because they're too upset and worried about the the punishment. So back to your imagination. Imagine living in a house where there was no correction, where there were no punishments, where you didn't get a consequence, where you weren't shamed, where you weren't 
called out for your wrongdoing. Now, think deeply on this. Do you believe that the lack of those things, consequences, punishments, being called out, correction, that if you lacked those things in your childhood, that you would have been crazy, out of control, you know, running amok in the city, doing all the wrong things and not understanding the true values and moralities of life. I don't think so. I really don't. I truly believe that you're a moral person. I'm a moral person. We're born with morality. We watch, you know, a lot of interactions around us and hopefully many of those are moral and we glean from those. And we internally, children and people want to do the right thing. We really do. Now, of course, there's always the outliers, right? We've got people with split personality disorders. We've got people who are deeply, deeply abused. We've got outliers everywhere. But I'm talking about the majority of us, right? The majority of us who lived in, you know, kind of dysfunctional homes with some generational trauma, but we weren't, you know, locked in cages in the basement because there's always those stories. And maybe some of this won't ring true for those people and those outlying issues. But I'm talking in generalities here for the most of us that we want to do the right thing and that we're good people and that we are always looking to be moral, but sometimes we lose our way. And often we lose our way and it isn't because of a lack of morality or an inability to think about a situation clearly. It's just that we've become triggered. We've become too deeply involved in our environment and unable to discern what a good response would be because we're overwhelmed with our own feelings, usually. That's usually what happens. It's not because we're not good people. And that is also what happens to our children, right? They are overwhelmed in their own situations and so they bite their sister. They are, you know, having a really hard day and so they throw the toy at your head. It isn't because they don't know, but it's because they become overwhelmed with their environment or overwhelmed with something that's going on in their lives, just like us. So there's no reason to beat ourselves up. There's no reason to chastise ourselves and shame ourselves for this mistake. And that's all they are. Because if you're really truly working to do the work, to lean into the work, if you're really truly trying to be better, then those mistakes are just mistakes. If you're not trying to do the work, if you're just yelling all the time and threatening all the time and using lots of punishments and 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 lectures and correction and you haven't chosen to change, I'm not saying you should shame yourself, but I'm saying you may be able to work to get those things out of your ethos. And then you won't have to shame yourself, but you know where you're at. And most of us are trying to do the very best that we can. We're trying not to shame our kids. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to make their kids feel bad. We really don't. Not me and not you. Not probably anyone on this podcast, hopefully. So this sweet mom, when, when we figured this piece out for her, when we said, oh my gosh, it's because your parents punished you so much. And now you're punishing yourself. Their voice became your inner voice. And it came in the way of punishment. What a beautiful opportunity this woman has not to create that for her own kids. And that became her light. Like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it differently. I can feel so good about what I'm doing. My kids will never shame and punish themselves about their mistakes because I didn't. They won't take themselves to a deep, dark place when something goes wrong. They'll hopefully be able to get through it better because they've had a better experience than I did. 
And so we turned this whole idea into a new opportunity for her, a new opportunity to be able to really begin to stop shaming herself, begin to stop punishing herself and making herself feel bad. And I hope that for you too. Don't punish yourself. I know I have a hard time with that too, because I came from that environment. So when I make a mistake, I also feel bad. I've gotten much better at it. You know what? I yelled it as me. Okay. Well, let's, Michelle, let's try not to do that again. That wasn't like the best thing we should be doing. Oh, I shamed Pia about her homework. Not what I want to be doing. But again, I can recover quickly when I don't beat myself up. And then I'm, I don't make continual mistakes around any of these things. But we're human and we learn as we get through all of this stuff. And I hope you could glean something from this, that you can glean this idea that don't punish yourself. Don't punish your kids. Not necessary. Doesn't help anybody. All right. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. And I'll see you guys next time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.